0: Hi guys, I'm Blake and I'm PJ. And this is the Church Podcast episode 23. I know that's a lot. And 23? Yeah.
1: That's the number of greatness. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's the number of something. But this week it's the number of Our cultural value, oh gosh, I don't even remember what number we're on. Six? Five or six?
1: So, we should talk about how we messed up.
0: Oh, sure, okay. But I was going to introduce the episode first. Yeah. So, today we're going to be talking about we are mothers and fathers of multitudes. So, there was technically no like official order order to the cultural values. Because they're all
1: so valuable. (laughs)
0: Yeah. They're all number one. <laughs> so, but we had this list that we had written out, I guess, as a church, and one of our friends found that for us and sent it to us. So we were wanting to do it in that order, but uh, we were super excited to go over. Somehow
1: we missed one.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's a doozy.
0: It is. So we're gonna we're gonna backtrack a little bit next week. Yeah. And and go on that one. That one is be authentic is the one that we uh, skipped, (laughs) which is funny, (laughs) because that one was, like, one of the worst ones as far as reality of living it out. So, anyway, so we'll we'll talk about that next week, Uh, but this week we're talking about we are mothers and fathers of multitudes. So I thought it would be kind of interesting to talk about why that, like, kind of, like, what that means, I guess, because it, it, I mean, especially if you're not a Christian, it sounds really odd. Yes. <laughs> like, what the heck? Okay, so you're going to have, like, a thousand children. That, I mean, that's my first impression, at least. Or, like, you're going to be, like, those, like, Mormon people that have that show, like, 23 kids and counting, but then they keep adding the number every season because they have, like, more kids. I
1: don't watch TV.
0: Oh. Oh anyway so
1: except for the bachelorette when you make me
0: right he doesn't request to watch it at I all like or show. watch any of the recaps with me Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i have to watch it all by myself <laughs> okay so just wrote down a few points so i guess you you talk first because you brought up the sarai sarah story
1: yeah well we, we, were about, we were talking about okay so like mothers and fathers of multitudes there's a concept from the Bible, like many of uh, the cultural values we had held, mm. and uh, basically, it. I think you know it. It was derived from. It's a very churchy topic, to kind of your um, your grandfathered into the promises of God that that were delivered to Abraham and Sarah. They're like the. The the, the first ultimate Christians, father and mother of, cri- of yeah, of uh, of Christians.
0: Well, I guess not Christians because Christ wasn't around yet, but the first...
1: No. Well, the, the, I think, wasn't he didn't, cu- he come from their bloodline? That was the whole point.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: He wanted to like, he was like, God promised Abraham, you know, because he was like, he was sterile, and so he's going to like, promise him that he's going to, you know, he's going to have kids in his lifetime, he... He's, it's a big test to him because he's 100 years old at, at one point. Finally,
0: she went through oh menopause no. already. I hit the mic. Oh, gosh.
1: Anyway, <laughs> so he's, a, he's, he's sterile. His wife, you know, they can't have kids. And then, um, so, but God changes their names from Abram and Sarai to Sarah and Abraham. Abraham and Sarah. Sorry, the men must come first in Christianity. Right. Um, So, Abraham and Sarah. Abraham means father of multitudes. And Sarah means mother of multitudes. I think. Something like that. So... That's
0: where the whole concept derived from.
1: Yes. So, so I think somewhere in the New Testament, Paul, the Apostle Paul, is talking about how, you know, your um, descendants through the promise of abraham and sarah and so your the promise is for you to you as well Mm -hmm. that may or may may not be true through your gene your you know your genetic spiritually genetic um descendants from abraham and sarah you are you you are also uh heirs to that promise which is that you will be a mother and father of multitudes It's interesting they said mothers and fathers. Hmm.
0: Instead of fathers and mothers?
1: Yeah.
0: That's interesting.
1: interesting. I would like, I haven't actually looked in the Bible to see what it actually says about that specifically, which is funny. But, um, being that, that our church was predominantly led by the woman. Yeah. 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 So mothers and fathers of multitudes, that's the concept it's it's uh, your your inheritance through the promise of Abraham and Sarah. You are all mothers and fathers of multitudes. You're he's promising Abraham that he's going to have a you know, a child, a son specifically because he's got to carry on his name mm-hmm. and all this. So, anyway, so at our church it seemed right to Make it a cultural value (laughs) that you're mothers and fathers of multitudes because that's super good.
0: Well, also, also, Paul talks about, like, when he converted someone into Christianity, he says that they are his spiritual son in the faith. Mm -hmm. And so anyone that he, like, preached the gospel to who, like, accepted Jesus was then his spiritual son. And so... I, like, think that goes hand-in-hand hand with the Abraham and Sarah story, mm-hmm. and the executive pastor was, like, obsessed with preaching the gospel, mm-hmm. like, in, I think, an almost unhealthy way, and so I feel like...
1: How could it be unhealthy to preach the
0: gospel? <laughs> if you were there, you know what I mean, and if you are if you weren't, then that's a long discussion. You're gonna love Jesus, bitch! <laughs> Yes, exactly. That's what it was like. and It's so, so frustrating, but we'll do anything short of sin to see people saved is another episode. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that then.
1: But but see, you, you know, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. So what is sin?
0: Really? <laughs> right. Well, I feel like I'm at the presidential debate again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so I, I feel like she was really like obsessed with with that and with like just that concept of oh if I save you then now I'm your mom and which
1: is very very important in a cult because hmm. a mom has authority over her children right let's just face facts like uh, I'm your mom how dare you mm-hmm. not agree with me and not and leave me
0: or do what which do is, what i say which
1: i don't I, I, That that could be I, I i'm sorry i'm distracting from the point
0: no that's okay i feel like that's a good point because i mean we'd like tell arrow no and she isn't supposed to do it whatever she's doing you know and she's supposed to listen to us and if she doesn't that's
1: so interesting
0: well, if she doesn't, usually we're telling her because we, you know, want her to have manners or don't want her to get hurt or yeah. something along those lines. And so for them, it was the same thing. Like if they said something, it was as if we were a child again mm-hmm. and they were our literal parents and we had to do what they said. Otherwise, we would get in trouble.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is, I mean.
1: Like what children do.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It's so interesting, though. I just made my th- myself think of something. It's like. They, they were always, it was like, it was like this, this, what's, I mean, let's call it what it, what it is. It's a mind fuck. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm supposed to mature in the Lord. How dare you drink milk like a baby? You're supposed to be eating steaks. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, it's like, how dare you challenge me?
0: That is so true.
1: But it's like, they, they were like, you know, we're, we're your mother and your father
0: mm-hmm. in the
1: faith and you need to honor us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you're wrong. You do dumb shit. And I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It hurts people. I'm trying to tell you. How dare you question me? That's mm-hmm. what it was like. So you can't really, in a, in a cult church like that, you can't really mature. Because they like you being childlike. They want you to only listen to what you're told.
0: Well, the people who really, really succeeded there were very childlike.
1: Yeah, that yeah In that 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 ways. thing you th- you sent me um, about that book. Maybe we shouldn't mention that book. Yeah, maybe we should. I
0: don't remember what I sent you. I'm just
1: talking about off. here. I'll, I'll I'll look it up.
0: Okay. Oh, it's such. Uneducated
1: a big book. adults are far more easily controlled by mass propaganda than those who think critically for themselves. So, not to get all political, um, but it it. That the, the reason you sent me that was because that's mm-hmm. how, that's how mm, mm, church was.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's why they, because as soon as I read that, I was thinking, like, oh my gosh, that's probably one of the reasons why they planted themselves in Chico, which is a college town, and then would recruit, like, young college kids before they really got to the, you know age or stage in their life where they were they were trying to think for themselves, you know, they were like leaving their house, going to college but then when they got to the church and got like recruited, you know they were like, oh well this is how I think for myself you know, so they were searching on how to think for themselves and that church just sucked people in before they really got to experience the rest of their life and actually think critically for themselves Right. and a lot of those people didn't even like stay in school, they didn't graduate, which, I mean, you don't have to go to college to be successful, but that was the path that they wanted to be on, and then they got manipulated into doing otherwise.
1: Yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense, and I don't even think they, as um, psychopaths, even realize what they were doing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but just, just you know, in their, in their uh, 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 predatory ways uneducated adults are far more easily controlled than uh, those who think critically for themselves and think about who fit in there. Mm -hmm. People who, who were young, they're like, they're stepping into this phase of life where I actually can do whatever I want. This is what I think is right. And, and so on and so forth. Right. And so it's like, you know, you, they would, they would, they were very good. At, I mean, they didn't even have to try to sift through. You know, people. It's it's like people that were uneducated, immature, like young,
0: mm-hmm.
1: just just got totally bought in. Because right. it's like, oh, thank you, person who seems really loving, for for like inviting me into your your crowd, like, and I get to have like friends that. Like, ride-or-die friends that are going to have my back no matter what. Like, this all sounds so great. You were fathers and mothers of multitudes. Like, we were, we're audaciously generous and humble and all these great things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it here.
0: Well, and you saw the people that were educated. People that
1: were educated could see through the bullshit. It's like, oh, wait, you said this, but that now you do that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, bye.
0: Anyway, that is very interesting. Thank you for bringing that up. There and. Yeah the other highlight I want to share Mm -hmm. another time. I think it fits with a different episode better. Okay. Such a good book. Okay so I feel like some of the ways that they would try to infuse this into the culture was the executive senior pastor was really like obsessed I feel like with people calling her mom Mm -hmm. like if you wanted to be close to her which was, like, such a privilege. The
1: The Bible says that, that Sarah was a mother of multitudes, so you need to call me mommy if you're really committed.
0: Yeah, some people actually called her mama. And it was like... I I'm know. your mama. It was weird. And also people with, like, mother issues. That was a big thing, too. But...
1: Well, who doesn't have a mother issue of some kind?
0: She, well, they, I guess, because because the senior pastor would do too would really want you to listen to them and what they think above anyone else just like how you would mm-hmm. to your real parents when you're a kid yeah and so there's like a,
1: like a very small kid
0: oh right <laughs> so there's a the time I remember which I look back on now and I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe I did that it, like it sucks and it it's embarrassing like yeah ugh. <laughs> But I'm going to share it anyway, because I feel like it's important. Very important. So we were at the worship summit, and it was, like, the last night, and it was last night, right? Oh, I don't know. So so we were all, you know, going through the five dysfunctions of a team, getting a lot of healing as a team and stuff, and every night ended up turning into some spiritual healing session, kind of. And so there was a girl who was at the summit who was my disciple, and so that meant like I was her leader. She came to me for advice, confided in me, and I told her what to do. Basically, what I would do to the executive senior pastor, she did to me because I was a good little leader. And so I had to have little disciples and little fathers, mm-hmm. little fathers. And yeah, sons.
1: your reproduction, reproducing, right. Good for you.
0: Exactly. So it's it hard. You it would be her granddaughter. So, anyway.
1: Oh, yeah. Granddaughter in the faith.
0: Exactly. So.
1: Except until she starts doing really great things, then she's going to be adopted by her and just be her daughter, and you have no more disciples. Exactly. Because she needs to win.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened. Oh, that's so weird. It was like, oh, you do all the hard work and get them to this, like, you
1: know, you guys aren't leadery enough anymore. I'm going to adopt your uh, spiritual daughters and children. And, right. And uh, now I'm the best.
0: Exactly. So, anyway, so the senior pastor had her and I, like, you know, sitting kind of like face to face and doing a thing where
1: it was a ministry session.
0: Yes, a ministry session. That's so yes. what
1: they call it a ministry session. Mm
0: hmm. And this
1: person's struggling, and I think it's because you listen to your mom too much.
0: Right. So I'm just she, kidding. I don't know. No, that's that's exactly what it was. She was taking advice from her real mom, her natural mom, her birth mother. Her real mom
1: raised her ass from nothing, gave her food and water, like actually provided the the resources to survive as a human being.
0: And she was a Christian, but not too. good enough. She was a Christian too. So she was taking advice from her mom and it was going kind of against the advice that I was giving. And so that came up somehow. And so then the executive pastor had having us sit face to face and she told the girl that I was leading to basically denounce her mom in like now because I'm her spiritual mother, I'm her like mom now
1: which is super crazy because Jesus actually like condemned religious leaders for doing that. I think it was, it was Jesus or Paul talking about how you know Pharisees would they would travel far and wide to find and convert somebody and tell them and oh it's Jesus I think they would void God's command to honor your mother and father by saying that um you know what would have been given to you mom and dad is now Corbin which means um uh given unto God or something like that um which sounds really good I would have I was going to honor you but now I'm I'm directly God's child so I I can't listen to you anymore Mm mm-hmm And that's basically what she did. Mm
0: -hmm. That's exactly what she did. And so at the time, I was like, this is awesome. You know, like, I felt great about it. She felt great about it. But now looking back, it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, if my kid did that to me, like, I would be so sad. Like, I can imagine how sad her mom was and pissed and angry and resentful you know I
1: I can't side note all the dads who had their daughters fucked up at that place I can't believe homeboy didn't get his head knocked in a couple times like I would be in there so fucking fast it's like thanks for putting yourself on stage where there's nobody in the way and I can just (laughs) you're just like fucking easy target anyway uh,
0: So, that kind of stuff happened a lot. Yeah. And that's how, you know, the... I don't know. If it's, I guess it's not even subliminal messaging, but the manipulation, like, was made a lot easier. If your parents are saying, hey, like, this seems kind of odd, or you should, like go move away and do this. You know, the pastors would say, "Heck no, that's not from God." Like they don't even they don't even come to our church. So like, are you sure they know what they're talking about? I don't right. think that they do. You should listen to us and our leaders.
1: Jeez. Talk about blowing smoke up someone's ass. It's like It's like, "Hey, um, you know, you're only 20 years old and your parents have been Christians their whole life." You know longer than I've been alive and they're telling you that you shouldn't be here, but I think you know better than that
0: mm-hmm.
1: I see something in you I think it might I mean I don't know if you should listen to them because you probably know more about the Bible than they do. I see you, man, you're so faithful with your with your word time every day I mean that's it's like exactly. I can just I can just like. I can, I can.
0: I can hear it. I can hear him. I heard him that if, shit so many times. If you're, I could yes.
1: I heard that shit so many times. It's like that's how they did it. Yeah. It's like you're you're just like such a great leader.
0: Look at you can lead them.
1: You're leading a department in the fastest growing church in Northern California, <laughs> the most unchurched region of the world. You don't have to listen to your mom and dad. They be you're the mom. You're the dad. I just hit the mic again. Oh, gosh. No, but it's like, that's how they did it. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you're a mother and father of multitudes. You're not, you, you don't have to submit to your mom and dad and respect yeah. them.
0: Which is exactly. Fuck that shit,
1: even though God said it.
0: It's exactly the opposite of what the Bible says to do.
1: Yeah, so mothers mothers and fathers of multitudes. Um, it was just one more uh, way to pack on <clears throat> Some more, you know, onto people's backs. It's like, you know, we don't just want you to serve. We don't just want you to attend every week. We don't just want you to uh, be serving faithfully in some department, one to three services per week and probably rehearsals throughout the week. No, Mm -hmm. you need to be also a mother and father of multitudes because that's what we value here. So if you're here and you don't have a disciple, someone that you're mothering or fathering, something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And that was such such a, a psychological trip. It was like, it's like I, I can't even tell you. So it's like I, I I feel like I was really messed up from being there because I'm just too authentic. Funny that we skipped that on the authentic. <laughs> I'm too fucking authentic, and I can't fool myself into thinking like, okay, who in the world? Wants to be my spiritual son. Like, just, I mean, think about that. So so in my head, it's like, wow, I must really suck because I can't wrap my mind around how to make someone my spiritual son. I'm not going to manipulate them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to guilt them like these people are. So it's like I just pretty much walked around that place without spiritual sons for 11 years. And, and like, no wonder I was a black sheep. It's like, it's like, PJ, who were you fathering? You want to be able you want to be able to like date people? Oh my gosh.
0: Oh, so fast awkward.
1: No, I I ah.
0: <laughs> Maybe it shouldn't be closer to you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I I'm telling you in the course of over a decade I tried to date three people maybe four including you. And it's like PJ, I don't think you're ready. Who are you fathering? Who are you fathering in the faith? It's like... So so I'm not capable of being in a relationship with with a female that's godly. You know, a godly relation Unless I'm fathering fucking... Fa- whatever that means. Somebody in the faith. Mm-hmm. Here's what it was. There was a lot of times that I... Met with people. Gave them my perspective on their issues. What, when they were going through something, I was there for them. I'm not going to go on Sunday night and say, Hey, I met with so-and-so and and I told him this. And he really liked it. And uh, I think it's my spiritual son. (laughs) Yeah, PJ's finally got one.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, that's disgusting to me.
0: Yeah.
1: Even if I had a, a son, according to their, you know, weird... Cultish, interpretation. you know, yeah, false biblically biblical interpretation of whatever that is. It's like I wouldn't even want to say that because I'm too fucking authentic <laughs> to sit there and, and and brag about it. But but, Pastor So and So and Pastor So and So, no, heck no, never. <laughs> Fill that up on Facebook.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We we better Saved make another sure, one. Got we got to make sure this is in the announcements this week. Mm-hmm. I did this.
0: That is true. That would act that's literally happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, as is with most of the, the cultural values there, yeah. they're best when done behind the scenes and nobody knows that you're actually following the cultural values. Mm-hmm. But 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 you ain't gonna get any credit for that.
0: Right.
1: You definitely aren't gonna be a winner. So or a leader. Yes. Or submissive.
0: Or anything Any that we like things. about you. <laughs> so as you were talking, I got—I just took a little note because I didn't want to interrupt your train of thought. Thanks. But I got to remind you of something. So a way that they would say, you know, we are mothers and fathers of multitudes is if you're leading a small group. Right. And so it's like, if you're not leading a small group, you're not living out this cultural value and you're like, why are you on my leadership team if you don't have your own small group that you're leading? Mm-hmm. But then it didn't stop there. If someone in your small group was doing something bad, it was automatically your fault. And why the heck are they messing up? Like someone in my small group was having sex with their boyfriend mm-hmm. and they were in a monogamous and they were dating for two, three years at this point, And they're attracted to each other. And they don't want to get married yet. And they're having sex. And that's, like, a very normal thing to deal with, right? And so then the senior pastor was asking me, well, why are they having sex? Like, how come you can't get them to stop? And I'm like, this is not my responsibility to get people to stop having sex. Like, I talk to them about it. I don't even exactly know hundred percent what the Bible says about like not having sex before marriage or whatever. I have to look into that more. But at the time I was like very I believe that very much that you weren't supposed to do that. But at the same time, like if someone comes to you with something that they're that they're struggling with and they didn't wanna be doing it and they felt like they were being lustful and all of that and if if they're confiding in me, I'm not gonna say, Well, you know, you're you're terrible and you shouldn't be doing that, like what the heck you're doing? They already know that they just want it to be on the open, you know, and maybe get help with some tips on how to, you know, maybe not stay over at each other's house till like three in the morning or something while you're drinking. Like that probably doesn't help the situation, you know, but the point is like it, no matter what I would have said, if they don't want to stop doing it, they're not going to stop doing it until they don't really don't want to do it. Then they're just going to keep doing it. And so there was instances like that, or like somebody in my small group wasn't serving, and she was like, "How come they're not serving like every Sunday? Like they are doing this like?" Sorry, I'm sorry. So many thoughts. They have other obligations, so they come to they come to a service every Sunday, but then they were in charge of um of this like pageant thing in their county, and she was like super stoked about it. You know, I was like really excited to like be helping in these pageants cause she like grew up doing them. And so she loved doing it and it was a volunteer thing. And it was like, well, how come she's not volunteering with us on Sunday? And it's like, because she's doing, she's doing something else that she likes, you know, if you would like not get on her case about it, maybe she would tell other people to come to our church because it's awesome, you know? And so it's like things like that. It's like, If you want to be a mother and father, you know, uh, those people can't be considered my spiritual children because I'm not reprimanding them enough or I'm letting them do these bad things or whatever. And it's like, no, they're just people, like, figuring out if they want to do it, they can do whatever they want to do. And if they want to confide in me about it, great. And if not, like, that's, you know, it's up to them. And it's like that whole control thing, and I feel like they were so good at controlling the people who are around them. And they wanted us to do the exact same thing. And I mean, I just wasn't ever really comfortable doing that. And then I feel like that's where I got like a little bit lower on the totem pole because I wouldn't say to them exactly what she told me to say.
1: It's so funny. I wish I could go back you know, they say, like, no regret. No, don't live with regrets. Uh-huh. Like, no regrets.
0: Everyone has regrets.
1: <laughs> I mean, everyone has regrets. There's things that I regret. And when, you know, when, like, I, you know, some people say, like, if you could go back in time, what would you change? It's like, I, I do feel like, you know, you learn from your mistakes and and you really shouldn't live with regret. But one thing I do regret is is not recording all these bullshit
0: Oh, the situations
1: yes. where it's like oh shoot she's about to pop off again
0: I know record I know
1: dude I wish I had this stuff on tape it's just like so many opportunities but there's no way we would have done that because that would not be honoring
0: oh so not honoring
1: is it unhonoring
0: and I said so not honoring uh, is unhonoring a word no oh. <laughs> dishonor
1: I mean, you can make whatever words you want. I do what I want. Were you going to say something else?
0: Oh, just how. I mean, I feel like they knew that no one would record because of how. Mosquito. No, oh, it's right there. It's right there. Get it. What is it? Some little bitch. <laughs> I feel like they were not afraid to do that because they knew no one was going to pull out their phone and, like, record them because they...
1: Weren't afraid... No. They, they, I, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Uh,
0: sorry. Well, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I, I don't feel like they were thinking, <clears throat> oh no one's going to record this so I'm going to do this. But I don't think they were... Like there's people who think about someone might, you know...
1: But psychotic, narcissistic uh, what's the other word? Crazy uh, bitch? Uh, yeah, um... Psychopath. Uh, no, yeah, psychopathic, yeah, I said. I, I think I said that. Psychotic. Oh. Um, anyway, um, people like that, they don't care if somebody records them because they're the best of all time. They had no problem going on... Still have no problem going on public forums. I'm just gonna stick to my guns.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is these what, people this what these God people left me
1: that the, here's what I did wrong I tried to hire these kids that's the reason my church failed I hired people that were too young
0: that's another thing that you just reminded me of on this topic <laughs> how they would say I think we kind of talked about it in another episode but how they would say they can't build off of someone else's foundation uh-huh and so people who would come in that were already oh. Christians and didn't submit to their leadership, they would just say, well, pff, can't build off of their foundation. They're just, they're old wineskin.
1: Old wineskin. Old
0: wineskin. It's a
1: good old Bible verse for everything you need.
0: Exactly. So I need to, I need, you know, new Christians because that's a foundation I can build off of.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we're not trying to reach people that know Jesus already. Besides, they're annoying anyway. <laughs> We're trying to reach the ignorant. Exactly. <laughs> People that have never read the Bible and can't call me out on my shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> because the ones who do always end up leaving anyway. Because they know better.
1: Yeah. Mothers and fathers of multitudes. Yep that that was like, that was such a big one because it's just like... You either just wore yourself out trying to become and prove that you're a mother or a father.
0: hmm
1: And one's not enough. Two's not enough. That's nothing.
0: <laughs> See how many disciples I got? They're in this what whole you, room. I preach the All gospel
1: every day. <laughs> Never mind none of them come here. I preach the gospel every day. Mm-hmm. I'm a mother of multitudes, and who are you, bitch? <laughs> I'm such ashamed with you people. Mm-hmm like like you either you either killed yourself trying to prove that you were you were a mother and a father you're worthy of this promise from God himself or you felt like shit yep because it's like well damn i'm like i'm going to school i'm i'm working full time i have kids i serve all day on sunday when when can i possibly have a small group and mother and father somebody
0: you're not lose calling lose. someone on your lunch break?
1: Damn. Call them while you're driving to school, you lazy ass. <laughs> There's no excuse. Yeah. While I'm watching Orange is the New Black, I'm discipling people
0: mm-hmm.
1: while I'm texting. Sorry for all the typos. <laughs> That's why there are so many typos. <laughs> I don't even know why we picked that as a cultural value, honestly. Why, mothers and fathers of mothers. Oh, here's why. Because we don't want to be just a religious leader. We want to be a parent. We want to be there for you through thick and thin. We're, we're we do life together. We're not just pastors. We're mothers and fathers.
0: That sounds that sounds about right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much why I figure how that thought went down. Yeah. It's like.
0: And we hold the promise of Abraham and Sarah. Pray. Pray. Pray in tongues. You. You. Okay, yes. We're going to pick up that mantle. We've got it. It's on our back. I picked up the mantle from so-and-so. picked it up from so-and-so. picked it up from this guy over here. Now it's on us. And it's our job to save this city.
1: I heard Joel Osteen say this, and I receive it. And now it's my baton to pass. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pass this baton to you.
0: You can receive any word that's said to you, but you have to take it and receive it.
1: Pass it on. Um, oh, I don't, <laughs> don't want to lose my thought. I had a thought too. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, the, the the whole thing about you know you meeting with with um, the girl and denouncing her mom and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was happening. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> That was happening way before it was on paper. Before yeah. it was written on the wall.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. Which is why it was our culture. Because we are deciding what we were already.
1: When I first, first started going there... Okay, so so we left in, in 2018. I started going there in 2006 or 7. And... 7, I think it was. Um, anyway. If you... Had some kind of question about the the things that were happening there because there was many questions raised. Mm-hmm. This is very strange. I've never heard this before. Like, mom, what do you think about this? Dad, hey, like you know, we were raised in church. You took us to church our whole life. What do you think about this? Like, what what would they they would always they they the things they said at the end were the same as they they said in the beginning. It was just a cultural value mm-hmm. the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it was the same thing. It was like, uh, yeah, they're a Christian, but they said this, maybe, maybe they're not saved. We really need to win your mom. We really need to win your dad. I'm telling you, they said that mm-hmm. shit from the very beginning. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, are they right? It's just like they planted that seed of doubt because they had to be the best and, mm-hmm. That's what, that's what all these cultural values come down to. What's, what's the best possible person? Well, that's us.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: how do we describe that? Because I want the whole world to know I'm the best. Right. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Fucking had nothing to do with, with helping people avoid hell. Gotta be the fucking winner. Gotta be right. Doesn't matter if you cheat. As long as it's not sinful. Whatever the fuck that means. Here's some good cultural values. We're nice. <laughs> we don't sin. You don't need to pay us for us to do what we apparently love.
0: We do it because we like it.
1: I'd love to see a church mm-hmm. that just lets someone sit there for 20 years and doesn't get mad at him for not doing something. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like if you're out there and you're preaching the gospel... And you're, you know, helping people, ministering, giving them food, whatever. It's none of your damn business what they do unless they say, hey, what do you think about this in my life? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Without you saying first, you should be asking me what I think about your life. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Maybe that's a little too deep. It's like, it's like if, if, if... I didn't ask you, basically. Hey, I'm here because I like what you say. It makes me think I'm an introspective person and this church helps me kind of ponder some things, some different ideas. Cool. Yeah, you posed a great thought. That's awesome. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Unless I ask you, unless someone asks you what you think about their life, what you think about what they do without you saying that they should ask them what they think about what you do it's none of your fucking business keep your mouth shut
0: and even then if they do it's a bug (laughs) sorry thank you even if they do ask you what you think and you give them your opinion and they do something else that's they can do whatever they want they're a free person yeah you're not responsible
1: they said they want to be my disciple here let me revamp your soul right i'll tell you everything you need to do and don't you question me because you said you asked me for help now what now i'm confused Mm -hmm. you drank my beer you hung out at my house
0: you ate my fucking drumsticks you
1: ate my drumsticks why did i waste my time with you, you peasant pretty
0: much and would anyone actually treat their real children that way? No.
1: no. I think about that a lot, actually. You know, especially now having a kid. hmm If I don't do something for her that I feel like a fatherly person should do, speaking of fathers and mothers, I'd feel really bad. My whole life is consumed with now, what does she need?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if I mess up, if I don't do, if I, if I'm not even patient with her, it's like, man, I am garbage. (laughs) I feel guilty. It's hard to even shake that feeling. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's interesting. You know, it's interesting that, that, that such a predominant personality there didn't have a single kid. Mm-hmm. You'd think you would, uh, maybe even, like, perhaps, um, I don't know, uh,
0: have a kid too, is like, then let me know.
1: Not not have a kid, because she couldn't have a kid. All well, she had was a little crusty, crusty old, you know, <laughs> snipped off balls dick. <laughs> No, but it's like, we're, we are mothers and fathers of multitudes. Here, gather around fathers and mothers of actual people. Let me ask you what you think of motherhood and fatherhood. Nope, they would never do that. They, they always knew better. So this has been episode 23 of the Church Podcast, and uh, we hope that you enjoyed our rantings and um, displaying <laughs> our pain for you. Uh If you enjoy this, please like and subscribe because it really helps us. And um, leave a comment. Let's have discussions about this. I'm sure everybody who is there and at other churches has had a different experience or a different perspective. And it's so interesting to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So please leave a comment. And uh, um, I think that's it.
0: That's it.